You are listening to the Improv Save My Life podcast on Bits, the Boston Improv Talk Station. Alright, welcome to episode 18 of the Improv Save My Life podcast, brought to you on Bits, the Boston Improv Talk Station. I'm your host, Tom Boyer. Uh, joining me today from Russian for Elephant and also Bodega is uh, Xi'an, a.k.a. B. Did I say that right? That is correct. How's it going? A.K.A.B. <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. Um, it's, a, it's a good day to be hanging out at I.B. Nice. And today's guest is uh, Will Luera. How's it going, Will? Good, Tom. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm really excited. Uh, Will is the art, artistic director emeritus, is that uh, Emeritus. Emeritus of Improv Boston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as well as a bunch of other things, but <laughs> for time's sake, uh, we'll start there. Is, it's a lot of stuff. Uh, so basically, I want to... Inco- uh, so I started this podcast where this is episode 18, um, and I've mostly been interviewing IA people with uh, a couple of IB people. Uh, IA being Improv Asylum, IB being Improv Boston, um, just because I take classes at... Improv Asylum, sure. and those are the people I know more. But I want to incorporate more Improv Boston people in. So, uh, hence why you guys are here. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, so, just if you can take me through uh, where you're from originally, and then how you got into improv. Sure. Yeah, I'm originally from uh, from Chicago, uh, specifically the uh, the south side of Chicago, and I came to Boston uh, to go to Boston College. Uh, I was a physics and computer science double major. Computer science. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I initially got into theater because, uh, or into improv because I wanted to do theater, uh, but I wasn't. And I wasn't sure how to audition, or like get, like do monologue preparation or anything like that. Right. So then one day on campus, I saw a flyer that said auditions, no preparation necessary. Okay. And I didn't realize that that's what it, that it was an yeah. improv audition. Uh, so I showed up, and and it was a uh, a partially improvised murder mystery, nice. and uh, that was my first. Uh, and, and, my, and the audition was. Improv. Like they said, okay, here's the character. Here's three different characters that we're casting for. Talk as this character. Say things. And then, <laughs> and then that was it. And then I got cast. And that was in 19, spring of 1993. And uh, that's it. That was history. It's, it's, it's funny how like, um, you can get into acting through improv. And you can get into improv through Acting, do I say that right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm doing improv now. I have no acting experience, and I don't want to be like a traditional actor. But um, people suggest because I'm kind of awkward on stage sometimes, taking just straight up acting class. And I, I posted that on the board, and um, yeah. I, I get some good feedback from you guys. Right, right. Um, on the topic of that board, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it feels like a community. Um, you know, you can post anything you want on there, and people who I don't know, you know, necessarily are giving me awesome, you know, tips and advice and, like, setting up classes, you know, that, that, that's incredible, so. That's great. Yeah. I can't say enough about uh, community here, or even the, the post that Sam Mike had, um, I was talking about um, the lack of diversity. Sure. I mean, yeah. that, that was really an impressive post, too, that I think it had a lot of good um, comments on it. Yeah. That was an epic <laughs> yeah, uh, I like went over a hundred comments or, yeah, something, or maybe two hundred. I mean, it was. I think a lot of people had, uh, had a lot to say. It's def- definitely something uh, that's important to me as a as an improviser of color. It's something that I'm very passionate about. 
That's awesome. Funny. I'm glad that he posted that. I love how we're all nodding emphatically. <laughs> <for the podcast. laughs> we uh, we do like a made up movie game usually at the end, and uh, you'd be surprised people uh, get up and they like <laughs> you know the scene that they're in calls for them to dance, and they actually start dancing. <laughs> like, uh, I actually have to get up. <laughs> um, so. Uh, that was how you got into improv. Yes. Take me a bit through your career. Okay. Uh, so I was improvising at, at BC, again, doing mostly uh, murder mysteries. I think that my biggest claim to fame while at BC is that I auditioned for Amy Poehler. She was in my mother's flea bag when I was a freshman. And unfortunately, they were only casting women at the time, but they were, but men and women could audition. Right. Uh, I obviously didn't get cast, but, uh, but I remember Amy as a performer who was just, of course, like a superstar. She was a senior at that time. Uh, and uh, the four years of improvising at Boston College was, it was a great time. Uh, and then right after I graduated, I wanted to keep doing it. And so I started to look for classes in the Boston area, and there was a, an Improv Boston alum, uh, Marjorie Byrne, who was teaching classes out of the piano theater in the South End. Uh, and this was like the only improv class going out at the time, right? A one, one-off thing, once a week, no real levels, right? It was just like improv, uh, 12, 12, 12 students. And... Uh, and after I did it, she, uh, she, she was teaching back-to-back classes. Like after, after one eight-week run, she started up another one because we were all really interested in it. And she said, um, she said yeah, this is a, uh, I, think you should, uh, yeah, I think you should audition. And I was like, all right, well, I'll, uh, uh, what should I do? And she's like, I know people in Improv Boston. They're going to be holding auditions in a couple of months. Why don't you, uh, why don't you go? And so I, I went. And that was October '97. Okay. And that was back. Uh, the, the community was tiny. There was no improv asylum yet. Uh, improv Austin was three shows a weekend, and there were some other like roaming troops. Uh, and would you say improv as uh, art form was not as popular back then, or just uh, in the Boston area? Not uh, in in the Boston area. I mean, it was definitely uh, it was big in Chicago, and it was just starting to pick up in New York. Okay. Just starting to pick up. I mean, I remember when UCB got there. That was, it was a big deal that UCB got there. Uh, and and that, that must have been like 98, 97, 97, 98. Like, I remember that being kind of uh, on, early, on the early internet. It was kind of a big deal. Okay. Uh, right? <laughs> the early internet. <laughs> uh, and so they, um, after, uh, after I got in, a couple of years later, I wanted, uh, I was getting tired of game prov. And I wanted to start doing long form. I, I didn't even know what long form was, but I wanted to start doing something different. Right. And on uh, early, I don't know what it was, like Lycos or Yahoo or whatever, <laughs> not, nothing Google-ish yet, I, I, found, uh, I found stuff about long form. And I wanted to start doing it in Boston. And we started to do it. And at that time, Improv Boston didn't want to do it. So I actually left Improv Boston to start my own theater company, my own improv company called Blue Screen. Okay. Uh, and we and it was focused exclusively on long form, and this was like ninety eight, ninety nine. Where was that located? Uh, that was in Davis Square, nice. okay. uh, where Comedy Sports is now. Awesome. All right. Uh, so then, uh, at around two thousand, IB basically said, "Hey, I know you left. We we know you left, but what you're doing with this long form thing is awesome. Do you want to come back?" Uh, and I was like, "Sure." And I came back and I brought all the long form with me, and then that was basically 
the beginning of my, my tenure as artistic director at Improv Boston. Uh, and that was the beginning of, of long form at, uh, in Boston. It was rough. Like, long form shows at the beginning, like 99, 2000. I mean, you were lucky to get two to three people, two oh, to wow. three people to come to see a long form show. <laughs> Like, they didn't, they didn't get it, and they didn't want to get it, right. but we were very persistent with it, and we just kept doing it. We knew that it was something that needed to, needed to catch. It wasn't until, I would say, maybe like 2006, 2007. Uh, well, the freeform stuff I was working on caught a little bit earlier, okay. uh, just because it had some short form worked into it. So that caught around 2000, 2001. But then the more pure long form, I think, really started to catch around 2005, 2006. Okay. Uh, and then, like, Herald Night really started to take off, I would say, like, around 2007, 2008. Nice. And then now, it's all over the city. You really yeah. can't, get, you can't get away from it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, keep, I have to check out Herald Night. I keep hearing about it. Yeah. So yeah. It's great. It's great. I would, uh, I would plug my, the t- Herald team I direct called Spectre. Uh, <laughs> they're a really fun uh, Herald Night team. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, another thing I thought was interesting is um, your family, man. I am. <laughs> How do you wear all of your hats and still, like, you know, deal with your family? I feel like a lot of inter- uh, improvisers that I've interviewed, they're mostly single, you know. Yeah. Um, so it must be tough juggling those hats. It is. I, and you kind of ran into a little bit of that right before this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, when suddenly, your wife suddenly calls you to go pick up the kids from daycare, it quickly changes your plans. Uh, but I... Um, it's not for me. It's not just about wearing different hats, but it's also about changing those hats very quickly. It's like you have to be very quick to adjust, like from mm-hmm. one from one to the next. Uh, and so, um, you know, one one moment I might be an improv guy, then the next moment I got to be uh, I got to be a parent with very little time for transition. Uh, the other thing that I do is I don't sleep a lot, and you know, it's not and it's not a kid thing. It's not like my kids are keeping me awake. It's by choice. Uh, the only way I could get all the work done that I need to get done is by I need to block out about two and a half hours at the beginning of the day before my family wakes up for me to get work done. So I wake up at like 4.30 in the morning. Uh, literally, I'll, I'll wake up. My alarm is set for 4.30 in the morning. I'll wake up, and I'll get work done until from 4.30 to 7, 7.30. At 7.30, the first kid wakes up. And then... Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then by then I've got a lot of my work done. So if you've ever gotten any emails from me or messages from me, yeah. you'll see that they're in that block usually. Uh, and and that, that's how I prep my day. Yeah. Do you have to push yourself to get up at 4.30? Or is it just... uh, once you get into that rhythm, it's a lot easier. Mm. But getting into that rhythm is the worst. Right. So like coming, back, coming back from vacation or, uh, well, uh, or just any other breaking of rhythm really makes it... Uh, it, it's tough to get back into that 4.30 a.m. wake-up rhythm. Right. Yeah. So, would you say you achieved everything you want to achieve? Or what, what goals do you still have? I would say that recently my uh, professional goals have shifted to uh, uh, beyond just comedic and content creation, which I think a lot of improv sort of leads to by its very nature, and is now moving more towards... <coughs> Like uh, social applications, I recently started a uh, an, an LLC uh, that we called Atomica Arts, 
and it's focused more on community outreach, individual outreach, trying to get more people um, involved in the arts. And the reason why... Not necessarily improv. Not necessarily arts, improv, but using many of the principles of improvisation at, as the... Uh, as as the uh, the base, so the, the, uh, building confidence, teaching collaboration, uh, team building, etc. So a lot of things that we learn in improv, but applying it to other creative ventures. I recently had on um, Rob Anderson, who's a IA uh, training center graduate and is a member of the Just Suspects, and he got into improv um, through like a community outreach program. Oh wow! So it, 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 it's awesome it, when it you know it pays off. I think it's and he, he's a he's just a great dude. That's awesome. I mean, the, the uh, I'll always use myself as an example because I, I I grew up in in what is the without without argument the best improv city in the world, but I had no idea that I that it was there. Right. I, I uh, so and even kind of. even to this day, there, there are twelve full time improv theaters in the Chicago area. And they're all on the north side, right? Mm. And there aren't any on the south side. There's some south side outreach, but there isn't anything necessarily uh, down there. So one of my goals is to actually create a theater on the south side, an improv theater on the south side uh, at some point. Uh, And I'm working with some of the big names there, some of the big theater names there, uh, to try to make that a reality. Nice. Uh, I see that you have uh, Improv Utopia East. Improv Utopias, yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure, yeah. So this is, I, I've just been brought in as a as a camp counselor. I'm putting that in quotes, but it's more, it's actually, it shouldn't be in quotes, because it is literally, I'll be a camp counselor at, at Improv Utopia. So it is a, uh, I don't know how many folks listening to this remember something called Camp Prov, which was up in Maine. Uh, and this was uh, up in uh, like 2000, from 2005 to 2008, which was a uh, a camp a camp for improvisers. Um, it was a camp for improvisers, and <laughs> it was a camp for improvisers. And so uh, there were improv uh, uh, like you would literally spend the whole weekend there. And play, uh, do improv shows, do improv workshops, uh, and it was all with improvisers. And you would also do like camp activities. Uh, that's, it's that's un- awesome. It's unfortunate that it, it's not in- local anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Improv Utopia, which came, which started maybe a couple of weeks of years after uh, Camprov, uh, first started in, in California, is now extended out east mm-hmm. uh, into Pennsylvania, and it's basically the same thing, uh, like a three day. Improv camp, and I had never done summer camp as a kid, right. so this was a great opportunity to experience that, but experience it in, within something I love. I feel like kids would love it too, and it's it, it's it's awesome to get into when you're younger. Um, me and uh, Shion both did the, the the Just Comedy Show at the Y in Cambridge yep. a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you were there. There was a um, high school team that oh, performed. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, um, it was somebody from IB actually that brought them. Uh, I can't remember his name, but it, it was awesome, and they were so excited. You know, that's and, great. Yeah, I think just getting um, letting people get into improv at a younger age is really beneficial, and a lot of people don't know what improv is because like. Most people's reference is whose line is it? Which anyway. is funny that it's still the strongest yeah. point of reference, and yeah. that was like 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. But it's yeah. still the one that everyone goes back to, which is great. But at the same time, I wish there was something more current. It's really polarizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a really good point for arts in general. I think getting kids yeah. in 
early. Definitely. This will, even if it's a sport or something, something that some kind of extracurricular, whether it's arts or sports or music, it really helps with their confidence and team building skills and all that. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah, I could say firsthand, um, just because I was uh, alcoholic for 15, 16 years, uh, pretty much from the time I was 19 up until about a year ago. And if I had something that I latched onto at a young age and I was like, this is my thing. I'm into this. Um, perhaps I would have pursued that, you know, throughout my entire life. Maybe if I got into improv at a younger right. age. What? Um, just finding a hobby that yeah. you're into yeah. um, can really be productive. It, it, it motivates you, and it, I can't say enough about it. I, like anybody, even if you're not, if, even if you don't have substance abuse problems, but if you're down, yeah, you know, in a funk, and you know, you feel. You're feeling bad. Take a, like an art class, or take a you yeah. know some kind of class that you, you're into, and you can meet people with similar interests. It boosts your self-esteem, like you said, and it's, it's I can't say enough about it. Yeah. That that's great to that's great to hear. It uh, you know it, it it makes me feel great. It warms my heart to hear stories like that because I I think improv at its purest form, when practiced right, uh, really brings the best out in people. Right. If you're if you're really there to take care of each other, mm. uh, if you're really there to to uh, have full confidence in yourself, I think it, br- it definitely brings out the best in people. It's great. Now, would that be something you'd be interested in bringing to Boston, like a camp type thing? Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy working with Improv Utopia East, and and I know that many people from Boston will be going down there, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe maybe not a, a summer camp type thing, but maybe there's an opportunity. Uh, for something else, you know, I think I, I, I wonder if there's an opportunity for an improv conference, right? Not a festival, but something like a professional conference, uh, right? Uh, and, or something else. I, there might be space for something else, improv-wise. I don't know if I want to compete with the camp idea, yeah. but then again, who knows? If it really takes off in Pennsylvania, uh, maybe it's a, maybe Camprov in Maine is due for a comeback. You know, <laughs> who knows? Nice. I want to um, jump into uh, something we do every episode. It's called a made-up movie game. Okay. Uh, so basically, I'm going to play, put my iPod on shuffle. Whatever song title comes up uh, will be the basis for the movie we make up. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll play the song title, and then I'll explain more after that. Okay. I'll play the song. Okay. So I'm just hitting shuffle, and whatever comes up, comes up. Human Behavior by Bjork. I've always I've had random titles each time, um, so the actual song isn't really that important. But <laughs> title is Human Behavior. Okay. So what I'm going to ask you to do real quick is like as if you were watching a movie on Comcast. Okay. And you hit the info button. Yeah. You know, a little description that comes up. Yep. Make up a description for what how whatever this movie is about. Human behavior. Yep. And then we're just going to act out a quick scene from it. Okay. All right. Human behavior. What happens? When night comes too quickly and a blackout hits the most vibrant city in the world, who are expecting a good time? Human behavior? Human behavior. Human behavior. Right. <laughs> Yankees tickets here, Yankees tickets. <laughs> Uh, uh, 
What's going on? Hey, listen, listen. I, I just wanna just wanna have a good time here with my lady, alright? Like I know I know that all hell's breaking loose, but I still want it to be romantic. It's gonna be the best game ever. Thank honey. you, thank you, thank you. I think the game's gonna be canceled, sir. No, okay. I, I, I got I got I got other tickets. It, no, it can't be canceled. Okay, we took we took a train here. Yeah. Okay, that stopped about twenty minutes out because the power went out. I had to walk. We walked here. We walked. Okay. Alright, alright. Pitch black, Bronx, New they, York. They need, they need to get some glow sticks or something. Thank I need you. To, I need I, to watch well, my my honey's game. You know, thank the you. baseball. With Here, the, here's what I could do yeah. for you because you seem like a nice couple. Aww. The Yankees they canceled the game. There's no what? lights. There's no lights in the in the oh park. It's a night game. But oh here's God. what I can do. Gonna... I'm, I'm I'm good at breaking into places. Okay. I'll get you guys in. Huh? I don't know. Maybe we can figure something out in there. Okay. Listen, listen, uh, sweetie. Could you just look at that guy? Begging for money over there. I just, you want me to look? just look at him while I talk to this guy. Yeah, nice scalper. Just, just, what? just give him a stare. Buddy. His hair is combed. Oh, oh, buddy, I just, I just want a good dinner. Oh. I'm supposed to propose tonight, Tyler. <gasps> All right. Okay. I just, I, I just want a nice dinner. I like you guys. I want a I nice like... view, even though it's going to be a completely dark New York City. Is that too cold? Let me, let me see if I can help you out. What? Let me think here. Yeah. Let's, let's brainstorm. Okay. Something. I'll do anything. Whatever the, whatever the easiest food is. You know what? I think the best idea is the homeless guy that your wife is looking at. Yeah. He's actually cooking some hot dogs in a bonfire. Buddy, that's a great idea. Oh, God. Sweetie, yeah. we're just going to walk over to that homeless guy. Yeah. Give him some money. Just give him money. We're just going to cook up some hot dogs. What? We're just going to cook... No, no. Hey, what the hell are you guys looking at? No, no, hey, buddy, buddy. Hey, Chef Felipe. You're a chef. Hey, hey. remember me? This is very suspect. I've got five dollars for you. Hey, for those freshly ground hot dogs that you're cooking up over that organic can. Honey, what's wrong with your face? I make the best organic hot dogs in the city. Thank you, thank you. But they cost two hundred dollars a piece. (laughs) Nothing's too expensive for my honey, isn't that right, honey? Right. Damn it, Shuffley Bay. <laughs> I'll throw in the beans. <laughs> beans and hot dogs? This is going to be delicious. Here's $400. Here are your two hot, hot dogs, dogs and beans. Did you wash your Oh, that's... I haven't washed my hands in 20 years. Oh, yeah, thank you, Chef Felipe. Thank what, you, thank what? you. No, no, nothing. That was nothing. Uh, was he joking? Our, he was. It's all part of the ambiance of Chef Felipe. Okay. Here are our two hot dogs. This looks really good. Um, if you say so, honey. I just want, wanted to let you know, I know that we are in the middle of a blackout in New York City. Yeah, I can't see a thing. Hey, sorry. Do you think you guys have a smoke I could bomb? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't mean to interrupt. Do no, you? it's okay. Here, here, here you go. Thanks. You got a light? You can have my light. Thanks. I know that we're in the middle of a blackout in New York City. Yeah. But I just wanted to say that despite all the hell that's going down around us, you are the one that I love and the one that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Jeffrey, are you saying what I Did think he, you're saying? Yes. Will you marry me? Oh my god! Oh my god! Antsy. Good job, Jeffrey. You killed your honey there. No, she choked. She was too excited. All right. So it's, it's uh, I guess we gotta wrap it up. Um, yeah. 
Sian, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, so call me at the Y, um, your same gig, Monday nights. Um, you can see Russian for Elephant there, so check us out. And I recently joined a little group called Bodega, run by a dude named Will Laura, so right. check us out. Uh, our next show, I think, is on the 5th of April. That's right. Uh, you can see uh, all the things I'm doing at... Uh, 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 you can look at my uh, Will Luera fan page on Facebook or go to will-luera.com. And I also have a group called Big Bang Improv, which is also on Facebook. We do a lot of touring globally and uh, domestically. We do a lot of different shows. We have one coming up this Monday on, uh, uh, with, uh, with Google, which is going to be really exciting. Oh, wow. All the details will be on Facebook. Nice. Pictures and stuff like that. that out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Awesome. awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate hey, it. Thank you, guys. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm off to teach. Those are my students in the background. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having <laughs> thank me, Thank you, guys. Too. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. And uh, rest in peace, non-improvers. <laughs> <laughs>